everybody, welcome to another edition of Jizz Talking for a Sunday night. We're here with the one and only Jay Taylor. Jay, it's so nice to have you with us. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, and uh, Jay, what have you been doing this week? What's What's been on your plate for this week as far as anything happening? Oh, I'm just getting ready for Comic-Con. For Comic-Con where? In San Diego. Okay, I didn't. I don't know quite where you're from, so anyway, I, I must be that part of the universe anyway. But um, okay. the biggest talk. comic book convention in the world. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I've been to the ones that have been around the country, not the San Diego one, but I've been to the other ones around the country. So we've had fun times there. Are you kind of an active participant in Comic Con, or you just go for the, the meeting people? Uh, I would say no. We have a big group. Um, we mostly do Hall H. Do what again? Hall H. That's where all the movie panels are. Okay. All right. All right. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, your career. When did you get started? In porn? Yeah. It was about 10 years ago. Okay. How did you get started? I started as a cam girl and then moved into Girl Girl and BDSM and did that for about a year and then moved on to boys. Nice. Nice. Have you worked with, uh, what, what some of the, are some of the companies that you work for or work with? Most of them, Adult oh, oh. Time, King.com, um, Bang Bros, okay. uh, Wicked, Penthouse. Well, we did a survey in our um, our little autograph group, like I explained before. It's just uh, collectors <laughs> of uh, folks who collect various autographs that are adult. Yeah. I know we've had certainly our share of, uh, you see the baseball ones out, the football ones out, and, the, and uh, other ones. I just, as a matter of fact, just got Steve-O. I saw him the other night. He was in town, and so uh, had Steve-O signed up. But, you know, there was no there was no uh, autograph um, forum online for adult stars. So um, now I can feel I can I can share the uh, share the Phoenix Marie one, you know, online and Alabama yeah. Danger. And so anyway, that's kind of where we're at. And then we also have a database for those of you who are new in the room uh, under the file section of our Facebook group. So if you want to write Christy Canyon or you want to write um, uh, Pick a Star, anyway, a lot of them are on there and they have their public addresses on there, which means they're like a post office box or a mailbox or us. So for the new members uh, who are looking for a certain star, that may be where we want to go. I'm going to, uh, like I said, I put the survey on there and um, you have the standard Ginger Lynn that everybody wants to have on the show. We've had Ginger on before, and Asia Carrera was a big one, and uh, we have not had her on. She was on once. She uh, talked to Seika and just kind of sat there with a deer in the headlights look the whole time, and that was about all there was to that. Uh, but anyway, she's thinking about it. Anyway, the third-ranked highest was Jay Taylor, so we're fortunate to give that on, get her on. And Mike, I have to lay the responsibility of this at the feet of Mike. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing good. Good. You've been a fan of Jay's for quite a while. Tell us about it. Uh, I kind of met her on Twitter. He's kind of stumbled across her, and uh, I struck up a conversation with her. And uh, she was very, she's very been very nice to me over the years. I mean, I haven't, I haven't been on Twitter that much lately, but I, I, I'm still on there. Um, I do have some signed videos and pictures of her, and uh, she's just been great to me. And we've had some text, con uh, email conversations about stuff over the years, and. I just feel she was really great, and, and uh, I, I usually don't get it on these chats on Sunday night. I usually watch them in 
in pieces on the uh, the, the recordings, but uh, it was kind of nice to, that she was going to be on, so I had to make sure I was going to be here. Sure. Question for uh, Jay? Um, I know she has her own production company, um, but does she prefer working with that, her own production company versus a, 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 a bigger, uh, more uh, mainstream company? Well, it's certainly a lot less work when I'm just hired out and then I get to leave afterward. One more time? Then you don't have to edit anything. You just gotta do, do, do the work and then go get out of there just like a regular job? Well, yeah, but see, the problem with that is, is that I have no, um, I can't do any follow-up with that. So I do have a scene, like, in particular that was shot about six months ago, and they just never announced that it's going to be released or that it is released. And so that might be shelved forever, and I just never get to know anything about that. If it's my company, then I know exactly day of, like, what's going on. Okay. And what about you, Jeep fan? Do you have a question? <laughs> Not for Miss Jade, no. She's she's one of my husband's favorites, and I just, I roll with it. <laughs> All right, well, that's good. All right. Uh, James is with us. James, how are we doing tonight? Oh, we're doing well. Doing very well uh, tonight. Good. Glad to have you here. Question for uh, Jane? Uh, well, number one, I'd like to know, where did uh, Yippie Skip come from? Mm-hmm. Now nah, that'll be my cross to bear forever. Um, well, <laughs> I've raised horses. As that's very uh, well known about me, and it's just what we would call it when we let the horses out to play. We call it yippee skipping, and so it's been my handle since I started on the internet at 18. Mm, okay. Um, another thing I'd like to know is I know that uh, you also do uh, behind-the-scenes uh, work of mainstream uh, productions as well. Uh, mm -hmm. Is how do you compare mainstream as compo as compared to the working in uh, porn in porn? Which do you prefer? Oh, prefer. Cool. It's very hard because it's a very different thing. I like being on set. Generally speaking, um, on porn sets, I usually get to have sex, and that doesn't usually get to happen on mainstream sets. Um, it's it's really it's really interesting because when you get on a porn set, for the most part, everyone's like, oh, okay, you've been on a hundred sets, you've been on a thousand sets, and it's you kind of understand that like how much work has been into it. But like when I get on a mainstream set, like my porn set experiences doesn't really come into consideration. And so when I'm very impressive on a mainstream set, they're kind of shocked. Hmm. All right. Well. It's wonderful to meet you. Uh, it's been, like I said, I've known you for a, a couple of years now, and uh, you've always been very, very nice and wonderful. And I really appreciate. It. I really appreciate meeting you. Really. Thank you. All right. Hey, Cartrell, how are we doing tonight? Okay. Good. Question for Jay. Yeah, that whole audio thing on Pornhub. Like, how did you come up with that? Because that's unique. The audio erotica thing. Okay, so I've been into audio erotica off and on for a couple of years. I started, oh fuck, that was in my Tumblr days, so several years ago, and that was with um, a creator called British Phil, who's still out there, but not my favorite. Um, and then 
you know, I've done a few, because I do dirty talks and stuff and videos, and so to do something audio where you don't have to worry about what you look like is sort of a easier process, depending on how much you put into it. And so actually my sister was talking to me about erotic audio, and so I looked at like, oh my gosh, men do it too, and so I looked up male creators, and that uh, very quickly led me to Pete Fowl, who is my number one crush at the moment, and um, he's an incredible creator, and just listening to him and getting really engrossed in the kind of stuff he does kind of spurred me on to do my own, and you did mention Pornhub. I haven't posted anything on Pornhub in a very long time, but I have quite a few audios um, that I've written or, you know, script fills myself on um, Reddit is where I post most of my audios. Okay. Anything else, Cartrell? Oh, yeah. Like, do you do yoga? Because I noticed in one of your porn videos you did it, like, are you into, like, yoga and other stuff like that? Like, exercise? Absolutely. Uh, I've been doing yoga since high school. Um, I've had horses forever. I recently, you can see on my bed frame all my medals. I do Spartan races now, and, you know, so, yes, I'm constantly trying to do the next cool physical thing. All right. Thanks a lot, Cartrell. In Iowa, we have goat yoga. They let the goats climb on you, and that's kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of audio, Richard Pacheco is with us. Richard, you are starting your audio book, uh, the reading of the audio book. I can't wait till that comes out. That's going to save me a hell of a lot of time. Oh, I'm having so much fun. Are you getting sound from me now? Yes. yes. Good. I just did my fifth session. Um, we've got three and a half hours in the can, and that's only 150 pages, and the book is 685 pages long. So... Um, it's the role of a lifetime. I get to play myself. I've been rehearsing for this for this book for 74 years, <laughs> and I'm having so much fun reading it, and it's just a joy. So uh, the, the path has begun, I don't know, six months, how long this is going to take, but uh, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Excellent, excellent. You have a question for Jay? Hi. I'm sorry I tuned in late. Uh, uh, you yeah. seem like you're... You're a pretty amazing human being, and I just want to continue to get to know you a little bit. Um, Thank you. I was active in uh, Jesus. Uh, I knew Jesus personally. Um, it was that long ago. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's 30, 40 years ago since I was in the industry. And I'm, I, I like to uh, hear what the industry is like today because it's another world uh, ten times removed from what I did. Uh-huh. So I'm just listening to the things you'd be talking about and how you make your living doing it. And um, I like the audio uh, aspect of what you're saying because I'm still able to do that. Uh, although my camera, my camera days are over, uh, mercifully. <laughs> yeah, um, audio is an incredibly fun uh, medium to work with because it's always perfect. It's always perfect. So, like, when I listen to a good audio, like, the, like I posted a reaction to the latest, um, the latest audio Jasper did on my Twitter because it, oh, my God, like, I fell out of my chair. Um, so, yeah, like, the perfect experience with an audio is better than any sexual experience you'll ever have with a person ever because <laughs> half of it's in your head and it's perfect. 
Um, so to be able to create that and reach out to people in that way where it's just kind of the most base part of me and the most base part of them is like really um, fascinating and cool. Do you, do you remember an actress named Keisha? Uh, just Keisha? Keisha, yeah. She was a short, dark woman, very voluptuous, uh, active in the uh, 80s and 90s. And she's still no. around doing, doing some stuff. She, started, she, she told me about doing audio work uh, long ago. And she said the thing that's exciting about that is that when you close your eyes and have someone talk to you, you can't differentiate that from uh, reality. Um, yeah. And it really was, a, she was like creating a magical place with somebody. Yeah. And she loved Absolutely. doing that. There she is. Rocky. She's weak as hell. What are you talking about? A dark woman. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like I've done research on it because of the way my body reacts to, to listening to really good audios is so different. Like I've, I mean, I've recently gotten into hypnosis and Oh, that's, oh, that's delicious. But um, just regular sex audios in general, like if you get turned on to the point that your blood pressure raises so high that you lose control of your extremities. So like for me, I lose vision. Like I can't fucking, my eyes won't be able to focus afterward. And like my hands will close up and I'll get locked jaw and cotton mouth. It's just really quite incredible. Yeah. I can experience in the body based on uh, the stimulus that's going directly into my head. Reminds me of the old rock and roll song. I got that itchy, twitchy feeling. It's got me rocking and reeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, back in the day, they used to include, um, uh, in the old old time magazines, they had, uh, I remember the, the one, uh, specifically was Candy Samples had a date with a star, or uh, with a date with a fan. And they made an audio record of them having sex. Ooh. It was like on the back of a box of honeycombs. You had to put a nickel on the thing and make sure the thing, you know, the didn't, you know, didn't skip and things like that. And uh, and so anyway, I worked at a radio station, and a buddy of mine and I got really mischievous one day, and we thought it'd be fun to put that sex scene, that audio, on a tape, a cassette tape. Leave about a minute of of blank tape, and then going with the fuck me, fuck me, and all the sound effects and everything else, and take those into Target and Cambridge. Oh, one of the biggest sound systems they had, and turn the volume up to 10, and hit play and just walk away. <laughs> and hilarity ensued. I guess, causing a riot. Yeah, so all over the store, that's all you heard was, was that, I don't know. You should have seen the store employees scramble, that's for sure. So yeah. Certainly at a good time, that would be completely non-consensual at this point. It's not something we do anymore. <laughs> yeah, and there's so many cameras nowadays, you, you get instantly caught anyway. So I was, when I, was nine, when I was 19, that was kind of fun. Uh, let's talk, uh, real quick, I, I do want to point out, next week's guest is Zarella Skies. And so we'll have Zarella Skies on with us. I can't remember who helped me line that up. That might have been uh, James Bartolet. I'm not sure. But anyway, Zarella Skies is our guest next week. Hope to have a, a good turnout for that. Exotica wrapped up today in Miami. The, mm -hmm. the biggest sad news of the whole event was um, Sean and Mickey and Corlin Jewell and Leslie Winston were all out partying and having a good time. 
And then uh, Leslie got back to her room and felt really, really sick. Uh oh. Anyway, she tested positive for COVID, had to miss the whole weekend show. She had flown out her daughter and her daughter's best friend, had two suites. Uh, she spent a bunch of money on clothing. She spent a bunch of money on photos, uh, a bunch of money on plane tickets. I don't think she, you know, I think she probably traveled first class. And I bet she's probably out eight, ten thousand dollars or so. She had a booth. I told her not to get electricity in the booth. She did anyway. Anyway, she never stepped foot in Exotica the entire weekend. She's been in her room sick the entire weekend. So. Oh, it sucks. Really, it's too bad. So. Uh, Jay, do you go to Exotica as much? You do any of the AVM things? I do AVM, and I went to Exotica Miami once. Okay. Last year? 19. 2019. Okay, okay. Uh, are you going to be doing the X3 event in uh, L.A. Uh, this year? It's the week after Exotica. The week after AVN? Or, uh, yeah, a week after AVN, yeah. I think so. I mean, if it's here, there's really not too many reasons why I shouldn't. Right. Okay. Well, I kind of blend in. It's hard because it's X's, ABN, X3. They all kind of go one after the other. Yeah. They they really overlap. It's really confusing to a, to a point. So anyway, <laughs> I, I think Charles and I will be there, and so hopefully uh, we'll see you there. Charles, how are you doing tonight? I am good. Had a good day. Had a good weekend. Um, the whole audio thing, it sounds like I remember I remember the 1-900 numbers that you used to call for, like, sex talk. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that's kind of sort of what it is now, correct? Or No. 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 Uh -uh. Okay. Uh -uh. I mean, it can be. Um, so I definitely do phone sex as well through Sex Panther, and that's involving, like, that's texting and live cam shows as well. But for erotic audio, at least the ones that I gravitate to, um, I mean, you have different category so you have like your ramble faps which is just i'm masturbating here listen to me masturbate and like talk about nothing and then you have improvisation which is here's a topic or a theme or a vibe and i'm going to talk about it but i like story based so like i've been abducted onto a spaceship and i'm going to get gang banged by aliens and we're having full sound effects and immersive audio and different voices that's um the kind of thing i gravitate to <laughs> okay, well, that's definitely different from the 900 number <laughs> that oh, yeah. I remember it's years a full, ago. It's a full immersive experience. It's, I'm sorry. And I've only found one person who can do it right, and he's incredibly talented. It's shocking. Okay. Wow. That's kind of different from what I kind of expected it to be, or it would sound like to me, or, you know, I said it. Yeah, like, there's definitely some of that. There's definitely some of that, but... um. It's usually it's usually story or at least some sort of niche like it'll be what's really popular is um, I mean like you could do like a hot wife cheating thing I did one that was cheating like I've only done one cheating audio and it was my most popular ever um, a lot of monsters a lot of demons religious trauma like cheating on your boyfriend or like step daddy daddy dom sort of thing. Okay. It sounds interesting. It sounds kind of more like, you know, I want to say kind of like play acting in a way. Sure. Sure. Okay. Where are your glasses? I got my eyes fixed. And there's glare if I wear my glasses. It's so 
<laughs> no, I've never seen you without your glasses. <laughs> everything I have shot, almost everything I've shot the last two years have been fair-faced. I guess one year. It's only been one year. Jack, and I got your eyes done. Glad you got your eyes fixed. And congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Jack, anything else now that you're on? Um, I see you on Reddit all the time now. Yeah. And you're, do you have a site there on Reddit or? I have a page. I don't know if you can call it a site that I post my audios and my writing on Reddit. So is there, is it just Jay or? Jay Taylor XX. Oh, Jay Taylor. Okay. I'll look for it. Okay. Yeah, all of them are linked on my link tree. I will find your link tree then. <laughs> on the replay page that we put up for all the stars, I'll put um, a link to her link tree on the on that Perfect. so we can have all access to that, and we don't have to have a, a series of links and all yeah, for sure. yeah. And again, um, after this is posted, then it goes to about seventeen different podcast platforms, and so you can find this interview with Jay Taylor almost anywhere that you have a popular podcast. So you just go to Spotify or Apple or. Or wherever you go. So, anyway, let's go to Herb and check in with Herb this afternoon. See what Herb knows. Herb, what's going on? I just was wondering if uh, they make blooper reels, and are yeah. they funny? <laughs> like audio or regular video porn? Because yes to like both. Video. I don't do bloopers for my audios because that would be extra editing that I don't. Right. Just fucking cut it out. But for sure, um, for most of my content that I shoot myself, we do a BTS, and that definitely has any sort of bloopers that we might have. And I know for a lot of like higher-end commercial porn, they do bloopers as well. Okay. That's all I really wanted to ask right now. Oh, okay. Sure. sure. Uh, Richard, back in the day, did you uh, did they have blooper reels for you guys back in when they had the, all that 35-millimeter film? Not when they did, uh, not professionally released. People um, would keep their own private blooper reels uh, that they would show at parties and stuff like that within the industry. But there was nothing that was released to the general repu uh, republic, the general public. Sure. That had been fun to go to a party and see a blooper reel. Yeah, yeah. I heard stories of um, the John Holmes of the 1930s was a guy named O.K. Freddy. Uh, and Joan, Crawf jo Joan Crawford used to hire him to come to her parties, and his dick was like 14, 15 inches long. And she would have him walk around the party with his dick on a serving tray, and he would serve it to the guests. And there were films of this kind of stuff that uh, the, the, the rumors are out there that you got to see this. Um, that's one I would like to see myself. <laughs> that reminds me of Naked John. He shows up at a party that's naked and just kind of wanders around and... And uh, that's uh, not my speed, but anyway, that's uh, interesting. So, okay, is there anything special about him other than he's naked? Uh, that's about it. Uh, he just—I have a, a poster of the world of Naked John, and it's uh, 24 by 18 of him just being naked at parties. <laughs> In fact, I don't know if you were part of the Zoom, uh, the Zoom show we did with him. He was naked during the Zoom show. Oh. And then at the end of the thing, all the other people uh, took their shirts off. And it was kind of a... Yeah. Except the women. And he never stood up either, so that was probably the best. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, let's swing things back over to uh, uh, Mike. 
Mike, it looks like you're in your shop. Is that your garage? Uh, no, this is my man cave down in the basement. I got right behind me is the bar. Oh, kind of like Richard's man cave. Yeah. Um, this is where I keep all my pictures of my adult stars and all my uh, RC cars and beer posters and fun stuff like that. This is a place where I just kind of hang out. Um, usually, sometimes with the kids. Not today, but sometimes with the kids. And yeah, let the kids now they're getting older, it's a little easier. But sure. Who do you have back there on the wall? I see several. Several. Uh, uh, is back on the wall there. The one behind the bar there is a, a picture from a calendar that's done locally. That's a local. And then all my Jay Taylor stuff I brought out and put on the back here on the bar for the time being. <laughs> nice. nice. Well, uh, Asia's doing a big signing right now. She's got a big uh, promotional package. I think it's 200 bucks, but I think she's going yeah. to get on our page and, and whittle that down a little bit to uh, various yeah. things. So. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter yeah. today. So she, should, she should be doing some of that. She's... Just taking her quite by by surprise. She didn't think that people would a spend that much, or so many people would spend that much. And she's she sold quite a few of them. So good for her. Oh, I agree. Good for her. Yes. I just got to get her on the show. She was on with Seiko one night. She just stood stared at the camera for about three minutes. And that's about all she did. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's that's a good thing. Mike, another question for Jay. Um. Hey, uh, what, what do you? How do you see yourself in ten years? Would you still be doing porn and, and the audio stuff, or are you gonna call it quits and retire and just go into production? Well, I know better than to ever announce any sort of retirement because when that happens, people tend to come back, and it's never good optically. Um, so I would fade away. Um, but as long as it continues being fun, I'm going to continue doing it. Like there's such a um, it's such a really interesting loophole and permission that I get to explore my sexuality this way in adults. And if I was out of adult, I wouldn't be able to. And currently, it's not anything I'm willing to lose. Okay. <laughs> well, let's uh, switch things over to Cartrell. I know Cartrell always good for another question. Cartrell, you have another question for Jay? Yeah. Well, what do you think about plastic surgery in the porn industry? Do you think... It goes, like some people go too far with it sometimes. I love it. I think it's great. And people should be able to do whatever they want. I do know a few people who have kind of done like a lot. And it's like, oh. But um, I don't have any problem with anyone doing whatever they want to their bodies. Uh, would you ever do it yourself? Potentially. Okay. All right. Good enough. Let's switch over to James. James is back with us. James, go ahead. Um, I really don't have that much to say anymore other than just to say that, you know, I really, I really like Jay Taylor. <laughs> I've been a, you know, I've been a, you know, I've, I've been a, uh, I've, I've reviewed you once uh, for a Bear Maiden scene that you shot with Xander Corvus. That was a wonderful scene. And that, that. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, well, a fan paid for that scene. A fan commissioned it, but it was my design. Like I made. Okay. All right. More well. Uh, yeah, but that was that was a, that was a terrific scene, and I really uh, I really enjoyed it. I really did. It was my first time with Xander. It was when he revealed he had a mutual crush on me, and that was very exciting. That's yeah. Here. Yeah. Right. Who were some of the uh, the guys you did enjoy working with over the years? So many of them. 
<laughs> you have to narrow it down. Enjoy it in what way? Um, I'm really super good friends with Dan Ferrari is his name now. It used to be Indiana Bones, which I loved. Um, Nathan Bronson, I adore. Um, like a lot of people. I like having sex with porn stars. James Dean, Tommy Gunn, Tommy Pistol, Small Hands. Most of the people. Aaron. Aaron is great. Aaron is great. Yeah. yeah. Charles, you have another question for Jane? Yeah, I wanted to ask you. Um, how would we, I guess we could go through Patrick and get autographs that way. Do you sign autographs for fans? I do, technically, but they can take a very long time to arrive. I much prefer dealing in digital content. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> and if you're going to be at uh, uh, I mean, uh, AVN or the... Uh, the X3, oh, yeah, I'll have that there. Uh, Charles and I will probably be at X3 for sure. So Oh, definitely. Good to meet you there, so that's going to be a good thing. Yeah. So I just wish they wouldn't crunch them all together as... And I just don't get um, January for the paying customers such an awkward time because if you've got bills from Christmas, they hit the credit card and then then you're yeah. So it's just it's also really cold, and I think that's rather unfortunate. But you know, I think it's so that it's because it's award season, and so it's everything from the previous year up till October. Right, and. Cold, you know, doesn't even get the tip of the iceberg unless you're in Iowa. So, <laughs> we were. I was. It's different when you're in a cocktail dress. <laughs> is yeah. it ABN being? Uh, didn't they say they're going to take it back to CES this year, or next year, in January? This year, I think yes. Yeah. yeah which I don't I don't understand that. But I've only been to one, so I, it's not a fair thing for me to judge. But it's. Uh, Oh, I guess, to me, we did have to buy all our tickets in advance. But it was just, uh, you know, we, we have to worry in the Midwest. We have to worry about a snowstorm closing the airport uh, to fly to, to Vegas or wherever. So, that's what yeah. we do, so. Um, And then they have Exotica in Washington, D.C. in early December. And that makes no sense. I mean, if you're, I guess, to me, if you don't have a family and you don't have to worry about buying stuff for the kids or whatever, that's one thing. But. You know, if a kid wants a G.I. Joe with a Kung Fu grip, you're not going to go to Exotica. So. <laughs> yeah. You can get the Kung Fu grip, but not the G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah. A Kung Fu grip will cost you. So anyway, but, uh, Richard, anything else for our, our guest today? Well, I want to say to Mike, uh, I'm looking at you in the center of my screen, and you are a dead ringer for Artie Mitchell. You, you know that name? Artie no, Mitchell, I, I know that name. Artie Mitchell was one of the Mitchell brothers who um, did Behind the Green Door and um, Sodom and Gomorrah. They were uh, San Francisco based and they were famous brothers because they discovered Marilyn Chambers and uh, made a star out of her. But he oh. looks just like you. you. You could pass for him. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, so when, so when uh, Richard needs you for the movie, the movie of uh, Jim and Artie Mitchell be available. Yeah. Okay. Get, you have to get used to cocaine. I don't think I ever saw him oh, when he wasn't snorting cocaine. No, I don't think I could do that. No, not in the drugs or anything like Good that. for you. You'll last longer <laughs> without it. But Charles, I was thinking your sexual fantasy should be having an orgy in the Giants clubhouse. 
during that would the not time. be a bad. That would not there be a go. bad. You know, it'd have to be off season though. But yeah, that would be yeah. uh, that would work for me. Where all of the all stars come back and they're all part of the orgy, and you're just there with them, and then you bring in the porn star women to be uh, the the women who. Oh, work I was with just you. hoping for me and the porn star women. I didn't want the all stars there. No, you need the giants there too, because then your dick will go crazy. I I I've seen Cheering that. Me on. Yeah. Then you'd have John Holmes and OK Freddie there selling hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Other dicks in a hot dog bun. Wearing John a giant. Oh, God. What was the movie with Bachelor Party? Yeah, where the guy had a has cock in yes. a bun. He had enormous schlong and he put it in a bun and the, the woman's grabbing it and he's like going towards her. It's hysterically funny. It's Tom Hanks and I'm trying to remember who, I don't remember who else was in it, but it's hysterically funny. It looked like Peter North. That was the guy, but it wasn't. <laughs> it, yeah. So. Now that you say that, yeah. Yeah, and nobody touched his hair, so that was a good thing. <laughs> Did uh, Peter yeah. North have a hair thing? Oh yeah, don't touch it. It was uh, a helmet. It didn't. He didn't want it to make anything to move. Yeah, don't touch it. Jay, who are some of the gals that over the years you'd like to work with? That I haven't worked with yet. No, that you would like, and that you like to work with over the years. That they, Both that you have worked with and that you would like to work with. That you've had good rapport with. Oh well, Angela, Angela's, Angela, Angela. She, um, there's definitely a transformation. Like there's that story about Marilyn Monroe where she's walking down the street, no one knows who she is, and then. Just do you want to see me become her? And then she like transforms, and everyone's like, "Oh fuck, that's Angela." That's Marilyn Monroe. Angela does that, so she's just normal. Da 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 da. And then she's like, oh. she makes you feel like you're the only person in the room. And I've never had a woman do that, and Angela did that. And then also I have my friends, which would be Sonia Harcourt, uh, Lyra Lockhart. I adore Alina um, Paul. Excellent. Great. That's fantastic. Let's swing things down to Jack here. Jack, you have another question for Jay? Oh, we got you on mute. There, there you go. go. I saw that in, uh, the video you did with Angela. It was amazing. Which one? The show me your room one. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Probably one of that the was... best I've ever seen. Oh, thank you. That was a very difficult scene for me. They um, didn't want me to shoot porn so it's like it's obviously cut out and i don't think there's any bts but there's a lot of inner turmoil of me oh my god how do i do this not porny so it's not me performing sex it's me nervous having sex with a woman who i think is really hot so that's a very very different scene that's the way it came through thank you and you've done a number, or a few at least, with Nina Hartley. Yes. Uh-oh. Did I hit a bad note or something? No, I adore Nina. Nina was one of my closest friends. I was going to say, she's been a big influence, I guess. Um, perhaps, perhaps. She, um, she was always very kind to me and very complimentary, and I worked with her a lot, so I have a lot of scenes with Nina. I noticed that. I, I saw some of your earliest ones with her, and it looks like, well, it looks like she was kind of like a guide for you in the beginning. A little bit. It wasn't quite as early as you think, though. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Been here a long time. All right. 
But um, the one with the, the one with Angela, show me your room, was probably a classic. If they were going to have a Hall of Fame, that would be in there. Oh, thank you. Welcome. Still not used to seeing you without the glasses. <laughs> in my early days, when I was starting out, I had great difficulty getting aroused um, and used to terrify me. So I was signed up for a movie. I found out who I was going to work with. It was an actress named Candida Royale. And I called her up and said, look, I'm really scared about doing these scenes. I'm trying to figure out how to, what I need to do to be able to function. Would you mind getting together with me and let's have coffee. Let's be friends. And uh, I thought that might help me if I knew who I was going to have sex with instead of trying to make love to a stranger. Um, and we had the afternoon together and we had made love and it worked. Okay, cut to 10 years later. I'm a big star now. I get a phone call one day. Hi, you don't know me, but my name's Nina Hartley. And we're scheduled to do an anal intercourse scene next week. And I've never done that before. Would you mind getting together with me and rehearsing? And I'm like covering up the phone and saying to my wife, dear, there's a starlet on the phone that wants me to fuck her in the ass. Do you mind? And my wife said, no, go ahead. And in those days, that's how we were doing it. So Nina and I got together. And uh, as we were waiting for the day to... Um, to shoot our scene approached, it dawned on me that she and I and whatever we were going to do on our own was going to be much more exciting than the movie. Uh, the movie was a stupid idiot thing called Anal Annie and the Willing Husbands, which was, Amazing. to be kind, was written by a chimpanzee on drugs. Um, Amazing. Very, very stupid. So I Love figured it. if we would just shoot the rehearsal of Richard Pacheco, which was my stage name, and uh, Nina Hartley getting together to rehearse, getting ready for the movie, we'd have a real, a real sex scene about a real experience that would be more interesting to watch for anybody with half a brain than the silliness of the anal anti crap. Um, and we called Charles Webb, who was the director. Uh, Charles DeSantos was his name. And he said, no, I don't want to shoot that. It, what are we going to do with it? And basically, he was drunk and he didn't want to be bothered but we prevailed and he decided to humor the talent so nina and i and charles got together and this was the beginning of video so it doesn't cost anything to shoot you know you just reuse the tape you're not wasting anything but your time and we shot this scene um and it was charming and lovely and it actually was a um, quite a primer on how to do anal intercourse my wife was uh, was working as a sex therapist at the time and she proposed the introduction of gradually enlarged cylinders into the anus as a way of prepping the anus for receiving a cock, as opposed to just starting with, with the whole big dick and no, oh, loosening things up. And we did that. And the best part of the shooting, the scene that I remember was I was uh, at one point we were in a private apartment and I'm doing oral sex on Nina and licking her and the phone rings and it's a location shoot. And we were in somebody else's house, and they weren't there, and the phone's ringing. And it turned out I was the closest person to the phone, and I'm on camera. And I think I was in the phone, and I, hello? Because I had to take the call in case the person needed And they kept shooting it. So that's closest to bloopers you're going to get. That was a funny scene. And uh, it turned out um, what happened is we did this whole movie about anal intercourse. And this was 1984. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, now what happened on the date of November 10th, 1984, was a screaming headline in the San Francisco Chronicle revealing the first heterosexual transmission of AIDS had occurred in the Bay Area. Two, pro two men had gotten um, AIDS from a couple of hookers. And all of a sudden, the AIDS thing had crossed over into the heterosexual community. And anal intercourse was not, it was <laughs> one of the ways that was determined the fastest way to communicate the disease. So mm -hmm. the bottom line is there was no market for a, a video on how to do anal intercourse at that point in time. The, it was the, handy, the handy thing about that was later, Nina went on to have instructional videos on various things, kind of lingus and anal and this and that. I know. Um, I know. So, so for a, a birthday gift one time, I buy my girlfriend the video, How to Make Love to a Man, which didn't go over very well. <laughs> but it featured uh, uh, Nina and uh, Herschel Savage. And I didn't oh. watch it before my girlfriend threw it in the garbage. And, uh, of course, Herschel had a hell of a fun day that day. And I said, when I first met Herschel, I said, you were in the video, How to Make Love to a Man with Nina Hartley. He says, best day of my life. 600 bucks, I'm out the door. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> that was a good movie. I really, I, I liked it, and, well, one of us did. Anyway, <laughs> she started crying. Tell Nina, tell Nina I said hi. She was like my little sister in the business for a long time. Absolutely. Do you, do you still contact, have contact with her now and then? I have I her number. And I, she's one of the people I'd like to have on this show. I think she'd have a, a real good response. Don't you think, Richard? Oh, God, yes. She's very, very much present. Uh, to, uh, the ex, ex, extemporaneous uh, stuff. Yeah, I think she would uh, she'd go over very well uh, in the group. And uh, uh, but no, I haven't I haven't seen much of her lately. I just you know just kind of time goes on, I guess. But anyway, yeah, uh, she would be she would be good to have sometime. So if you Jay, if you do reach out, I, I've met her before once. I met her once at AVN a few years ago. So um, I don't think she got along that well with Bill Margold. So she wasn't at his funeral. So, um, But anyway, I did see her uh, at AVN a few years ago. Uh, Jack, any other questions from you? I, when you mentioned, I thought Nina retired. She did. You know, they all retire. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, Richard hasn't made a movie in 40 years. He's still here, right? Okay. I thought so and so retired. I had but, Seika, I had Seika on two months ago. She hasn't made a movie in thirty five years. So I mean, um, we're talking careers here, asking people about their careers and you know that sort of thing. These all don't have to be active, you know, walking off the set porno stars. They're they're uh, it's a life it's a lifetime sentence. Yeah. Richard, after you had sex with Nina, you could have retired. <laughs> that, would, that would have been the epitome, I think, at that point. Well, yeah, Not quite. one of them. One of them. One, one of them. The you know, one time, John Leslie, who was famous in his day as the top dog, was being interviewed. And they asked him, who was the most exciting woman you ever had sex with? And John very wisely answered, the next one. That's right. Because when you start saying somebody, the other 100,000, well, 
the other, however many people you're going to work with, don't want to hear about that they weren't the one. So it's politically uh, inappropriate to put put yourself in a box with that, unless you're retired and it doesn't matter anymore. I'm in sales, and they always ask me the question. I'm in, I'm in, I'm a realtor, and they say, "What's the best deal you've ever had?" And I said, "The next one." There you go. Just leave there it at that. Yeah. Yeah, and when you retire, somebody interviews you about real estate tips. You're not going to say, I'm retired, fuck off. (laughs) I'm just going to tell them, read the book that I wrote. Yeah, that's what I'm telling them now. (laughs) Yeah, the big book. And I I can't wait until it comes out on audio so I can just sit down and plop it in and I don't have to. Yeah, I I got started on the book and I was just like, oh, man, that's a long book. Is it in the bookstores now? No, bookstores won't touch it. It's the mainstream I, I couldn't get any play out of the mainstream world for a book about porn. Okay, do you still raise horses? Me? Yes. Okay. I'm in suburban Philadelphia. I'm near a lot of, of horse country. I have friends oh, cool. that raise horses. Do you, do you, how many horses do you have? Or you... I mean, technically, I have 16 within my family, but I have two oh. that are mine. Okay. That's great. Doing that in your entire life? Grew up yes. with Okay. Yes. Do you compete? Not yet. I have big dreams or small dreams, but I no, not yet. The Devon Horse Show. Mm-hmm. That's in suburban Philadelphia, and I just wondered if you ever made it to that. They just had oh. about a week, about about a month and a half ago. And if you ever get a chance, come see it. Oh, for sure. It's worth it. Have you have you competed in the past with horses, Jay? I've done endurance racing um, and like some fun barrel racing shows. Okay. And my flat racing is in my family. That's what we breed for. Okay. Can you explain to us what that is for the people who flat are racing? That's horse? just track racing. That's just okay. Track racing. So it's like okay, yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I'm not a no, horse person, so I don't know, but I would just want to get a little clarification. Oh, of course. Well, you go to the Devon. I have been to the horse oh, race before, and I've seen them, but it's not a common occurrence. So. All right, good enough. Uh, let's swing up, before we go, we'll swing up one more time back up to uh, Mike. And uh, Mike's, Mike's the instigator here on, on getting us Jay, and I really do appreciate that because you know, sometimes they, they tell you to get this person. Well, get this person, get that person. And, and they give you no resources on how to, how to get a hold of them. So I uh, really appreciate you uh, giving me Jay's information and, and letting me find her on Twitter. And the rest is kind of history on this. And, and uh, it's usually we do, um, when I go to Exotica, we do our, an Exotica wrap-up show. But since I didn't go this time, we had this date open. So some of our regulars who are usually here are in Exotica and doing, the show, doing a wrap-up somewhere else and partying and wrapping it up from exotic. But anyway, uh, Mike, uh, go ahead. I really don't have any more questions for Jay. I think uh, I, I, a lot of them were answered that I had on my little sheet. But So um, I'm just glad to meet her because I we, we were kind of planning a trip to uh, AVN in 2019, and then everything fell apart in the world. Um, yeah. And we we're going to get there one of these days. That's like one of my bucket lists to make it there and, and, and meet. I wanna, One of the first person I want to meet is Jay because I've gotten to know her on Twitter so much. And uh, But there's other people there I want to meet. Um, but that is on my bucket list for Jen and I to go uh, to that. Um, and we'll get there. 
won't be next year, but maybe the year after. But it's uh, it's coming. The bucket list. Bucket list. <laughs> Mike, what what part of the country do you live in, Mike? I live in uh, Northwest Wisconsin. Oh, okay, I'm not too far from in in Iowa. Uh, I'm not too far from Minneapolis, St. Paul. There you go. Nice. I know Jay was there a couple years ago, and I didn't know she was going to be there. We could have drove over there and met her at the time, but if she had time for us, but it just didn't happen, and, and I still kick myself, but it'll happen someday. Right. I'll meet her someday. When was I there? Oh, God. It was only two or three years ago. You were there for I, a few days or something, and I, I was in Des Moines. the day you were leaving. You are in Des Moines. Des Moines. What were you doing in Des Moines? Maybe that, Maybe that was it. Maybe that was it then. Still not very far. Still not very far, no. Yeah. What, what, what no. was going on in Des Moines, Jay? Fuck, what's that company called? Private Society? Yes. Private Society is in Des Moines. They've, they've moved to a different town now, but uh, anytime, yeah. you, no, anytime you ever come back, give me a holler. We'll, we'll set up another interview or do some autographs. Sure. <laughs> yeah, if you ever come to the, the Midwest, by all means, let us know. We, we'll travel to see meet you too, right? I would really like to meet you in person. Oh, absolutely. Ditto for the East. There you go. Yeah, private society is really taking off. I'm hoping to have Dave as a guest one of these days. Uh, I just really want to talk to him about a few things he's doing. We were disc jockeys back together in western Iowa in the 90s. So that's how I know Dave from a long, long time ago. Uh, James, uh, go ahead with a question. Hey, um, I just wanted to ask you, what was it like to shoot the scene with Beth McKenna and Jay Crew? Incredible. That Incredible. was wonderful. So, oh, but, my God. Fun. So, okay. So, back throughout throughout my year, my years as a performer, I don't do this anymore because I've been disappointed so many times, but I would send out the offer to, if you're a fan and you think you can fucking hold up, you can come fuck me. And probably six guys i was like all right cool let's go totally ghosted pushed out couldn't do it beth who's freaking 50 something i love love beth Fucking hasn't been with a man in 20 years beth came out and so i was like freaking she was so but she was so nervous like you could tell it on the screen and she was so so. i didn't get that from her at all she was freaking amazing Beth was fucking awesome. There she is. I love that. She's so cool. <laughs> I, love, I love Beth. So she totally called my bluff on that because I because she's like, oh gosh, gosh, would you ever shoot? And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, come out. And then she like gave me. I bought my plane ticket and I was like, oh fuck, okay. Um, and so I definitely wanted to get her with a boy for her first time in fucking 20 years. And I, you know, thought about like first... Nathan's or like any of the younger dudes that I normally shoot with, but Jay was just absolutely perfect. And so we had sex, and then she had sex with Jay, and maybe did a little bit more before going back. And I remember seeing her at AVN that following year. And so walking and coming around the AVN booth and seeing her all totally glammed up on stage. And, like, we were like, oh, my God. And she's like, you did this. Thank you so much. You've completely changed my life. And then we both cried on the floor. And it was just I'm, I am so I am so happy for her because she is, it is so fucking cool. She is she's one of the best. She's one of the best. Yeah. Ladies. And I spoke to her about that scene, and she says she was scared to death say, making that scene. That's what she told me. She didn't. She pulled <laughs> it off so well. I couldn't tell. I thought she was just a badass lady. Yeah. I mean, it's scary because Jay's so fucking huge, but he's yeah. so gentle. And right. I thought um, age-appropriate pairing would um, 
be a lot cooler to see than, ooh, she's with some freaking young stud who's just going to rail her out. Yeah. All right. All right, Cheryl, one more time. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Jay, um, like, there have been people who are on the spectrum in the industry, like Mercedes Carrera and all that. Anyway, the question I wanted to ask is, would you ever do a scene with somebody who has Asperger's syndrome, you know, like a, a high-functioning autistic? I, I am autistic. Oh, I didn't know. I'm very recently aware of it. This will be my first public outing, but yes, absolutely. And I think it's very common in the industry, actually. Yeah, my daughter is <laughs> Yeah, so absolutely. The um, Spectrum gang my, are some of the coolest people I know. I gravitate towards people on the Spectrum, for sure. Thanks for asking that, and uh, certainly, go ahead. Uh, I had kind of one more question is, Jay, where do you see your career going, or are you, you said you haven't announced your retirement, but I don't know if you're still filming. Yeah, of course. I don't want to put you on the spot. No, totally fine. Like, I'm here until I stop having fun, which is probably never. (laughs) One of my best friends was Nina Hartley. Um... I like doing the behind-the-scenes stuff, but I also really, really like fucking porn stars. Like, that's bomb. And as long as I can still do that and um, be super lazy, um, I'm going to keep doing it. Okay. I just wasn't sure what your time frame, kind of what you were no looking at. So no there is no time frame. Okay, no, good. Well, then Charles and I will see you at X3 and have a fun time meeting. So that's, that's Sounds great. <laughs> I'm uh, looking forward to getting a signed picture or DVD from you. I don't know. People Perfect. unfortunately yeah, don't do DVDs, stuff. and I like for them to get signed. So, right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks, Charles. Anyway, our next uh, guest next week will be Zarella Skies. So hopefully those of you who uh, were here this week will be here next week and, and the week after that. Anyway, so, Jay, thank you so much for being with us. And uh, it's kind of a last-minute deal. We kind of threw you in the hot water there, and, and I'm so glad you it was It'll work out. We'll post your uh, your link tree info on our, our website on the, on the follow-up, and then we'll have the uh, 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 podcast out very, very Perfect. soon at just talking. So, again, Jay, thank you so much. Absolutely. All right. We'll see everybody next week right here on <laughs> JustTalking.com. You have a great week. Thank you so much.